Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 173 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello. Originally, we were going to record this tomorrow because I was supposed to play poker tonight, but everyone I was supposed to play poker with, except for one person, got COVID. So we're not doing that now. Um, so instead I get to enjoy this evening, record the podcast and play Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah, I really wanted you to just like walk in, go all in on the first hand. <laughs> and then like, regardless of how, if you win, you doubled your money and you're out. And if you lose, you're like, oh, well, yeah. and then you can leave because you lost all your money. You know, like it's a win-win situation. in my So my friend Scott was g- going to drive me because obviously he needed someone to be there sure uh and he would then i wouldn't have been able to escape easily um but yeah i'm gonna tell you this story and you'll be like oh this sounds like you know this sounds true i i go for a walk every week with scott and i went last week and i brought jumbo and we told him about poker the poker game and i was like i don't know how to play poker Mm -hmm. and he just starts spouting off all the rules (laughs) of poker (laughs) Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. like in no fucking context he's like oh yeah like you want to get this and this and then like using all these poker terms and i was like dude i don't know how to play no, and then it was scott somehow summed it up in like four seconds mm-hmm. and but jumbo was just spouting off all this wild shit and it's just one of those things where it's like this is the most jumbo moment of my whole life and i walked right into it it was this traditional poker or was this like texas hold'em so I don't know. Okay. He asked me what type and I was like, Jumbo, I don't know how to play any type. Okay. And then he like started talking about different types right, and different right. things you do in different. T- and I was just like, what the fuck? You are a true psycho. Well, Texas Hold'em is you basically just have like the two cards and the, like that's a lot easier to get into. Yeah. Um, so. um, but I don't know. Apparently it was postponed. So someday I will be forced to play the poker. But now I don't have to care right now. So I, I but. I have more important question. A more important question to ask you. Yes. How did sleeping go? Oh, dude, it was a wild experience. Okay. So, like, in my mind's eye, I imagined like basically just like being on an operating table with a bunch of stuff like stuck to me, and then they would look at me through a two-way window. Right. It wasn't quite like that. I got there at six forty-five because they told me to get there at seven. And they let me in and they were like, oh, there's only one other person doing the sleep study tonight. So, like, I'll come back to your room at 730 and get you ready or whatever. And so I just was like in this tiny room that was like it's like the world's shittiest hotel room. Like it also was the it was the ugliest bedspread I've ever seen. It was brown. And uh, there was Jesus on a cross on the wall. Uh, You got to help you sleep, you know. Yeah, that's great. He was really watching over mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. And it just was it just was an awful bed. Like I sat on it and it sagged in the middle and I was like, oh, Jesus. And then the bathroom was huge and seemed to be meant for old people to die in or something because there was like all kinds of like pull this if you've fallen down things and like all kinds of handicap railings and like a drain on the floor, even though the shower was like a separate part of the thing. So uh, it, whatever, but it was like the bathroom was bigger than the room, essentially. But there is also uh, a camera watching you all the time, not in the bathroom, but in the main room. Right. And they can always hear you <laughs> and okay. all the sound. So she comes back at 730 and I am like, OK, so like 
I, I don't really know what goes on here. And she's like, okay, well, what time do you normally go to bed? And I was like, on weeknights, like 1130 to 12. And then she just goes, all right, well, it's 10 tonight. And I was like, why did you even ask? Like, why? <laughs> why ask if you knew that the thing was going to start at 10 o'clock? Uh, and then for like 30 to 40 minutes, she just like had me sit in this chair and just like pasted like electrodes and shit to my body. Okay. Like I had stuff on like two electrode things on both legs, some on my stomach, some on my chest, some on my arms. And then they like put paste in my hair and were like sort of like glued them to my head as well, but also had to like put them all over my face. And I had like these grease marker drawings on my face and shit. So I looked like a psycho, like I and like I had been abducted by aliens or whatever. And so she gets done with that and she like takes all the wires, plugs them into this like weird handheld tablet thing and then wrap puts it around my neck like a necklace and says like, OK, I'll be back at 950. And so then I just sit in this room watching the world's worst TV, although I didn't watch the TV. I just left it on and I watched something on my phone. I they came say, back could at, you have brought your switch? I could have. And that's what like they didn't say that. Mm. Like, they didn't say, like, oh, you should probably bring something to do because you're going to be sitting alone for two hours. Right. Like, you can't jerk it because they're watching. Well, so you can, I, and like, they'll stop watching. You could. That, yeah, <laughs> then they'd be like, whoa, no thanks. <laughs> uh, and so then she just comes back at 9.50 and is like, all right, get in bed, <laughs> and turns off the lights. And then she closes the door, goes back to wherever she's watching you from, and says like oh like move your eyes left and right and move them up and down and like move your legs to make sure all the stuff is like reading on the machine or whatever and then they're like all right you just sleep now and i did well like at first i was like just restless and it was like oh my god i'm never gonna fall asleep because this is like so weird i did and then i don't know if this was part of what they were doing but i woke up and it was like a fucking ice cold in there like i was freezing and i had to pee and obviously you're hooked up to this machine so you have to just like say out loud to the air <laughs> hey i have to pee now <laughs> and she didn't respond she just like basically burst in the door and you're like jesus christ she, un <laughs> she unplugs the thing and then i went pee she puts you back in bed tucks you in all nice and then you i slept for the rest of it but then like i woke up at 5 a.m because she just burst through the door and was like that's over and then you i sat on the bed for like five minutes while they ripped all the shit off my body like i have hairy legs man mm -hmm. stickers on your legs coming off that's not pleasant the hair was not bad because since they used paste they like had some paste remover solution right uh to get it off there but yeah the rest of it they were just like just yanked that shit off i was like yikes uh and then she was like are you gonna like take a shower or are you just gonna like head out and i was like i, I don't know it's 5 a.m i'm just gonna head out and i, I took the day off work because i knew i would just be like kind of tired and cranky probably right um so yeah i i went home realized how much paste was actually in my hair which was like a lot and then i I under hot water for a couple minutes, it loosened up and then was mostly gone. And then I, I went to bed for another couple hours, but it was weird. And like 
they they're so used to it that they just like it's like uh, they're a robot like they're not like they're trying to answer your questions or anything it's just like this lady must do this like four times a day probably and so she like didn't want to talk while she was like putting all the wires on and drawing on my face and shit so i was just like sitting there kind of awkwardly uh, it was just a it was a really weird experience. I was able to sleep, though, so I guess that's good. But like she didn't give me any indication if like something bad happened or like I if I had weird sleeping habits. Mm-hmm. I guess they there are things that you can do that they will like forcefully wake you up like you you're not allowed to lay on your stomach. Oh. So she said, if you if you end up like turning on your stomach, I will come in the room and wake you up and make you turn over or whatever. And I guess it's possible for like the the stuff to stop reading in the middle of the night. And so then they just come in and fix it. If that happened, I was unaware. Uh, Yeah, it's really weird. So now they I have to wait for like the neurologist sleep specialist to call me and go over the results or whatever. But it was definitely an experience. And she asked me if it was my first time doing a sleep study, which I assume means like you go to see the specialist and then they like recommend some things you could do to try to sleep better. Right. And then you go back and do it again to see if you can like get a personal best mm-hmm. on sleep or whatever. Sure. So I, I don't know, but it was a fucking wild experience. Like when I walked in and it was like, Oh, this is like the world's shittiest motel room. And Jesus is watching. I was like, I don't know that I'm going to be able to fall asleep in here. It's just fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like I uh, somehow I had never seen this building before. It's right across from Best Buy. Like directly across? Yeah, like right next to the the Japanese restaurant Kampai over there. Oh. It's like right next to it. And the building is fucking huge. And I was like, how have I never seen this before in my whole it's life? It's probably just a big blank building. And so your brain just like just like completely ignores it. Yeah, I guess, but I was just like walk I walked up to it and I was like, well, this is way bigger than I thought it was. This place is fucking huge. Because like right across there is like a, a dentist office, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but yeah, and like there's a there was a whole part for like dialysis machines, and there were like other huge other sections in this building. But um, how yeah, boring I, is her job? It's gotta suck ass because like you have to be attentive at all times, and you're yeah, and watching like, people sleep. It's oh, uh, that's that's gotta be yeah, and like she had to be there before me, right. so that means that her shift must have been like twelve hours long. Like she's probably there from like five to. Or 13 hours like five to six i would guess i bet a lot of uh the medical it, it is like it's like three shifts of like 12 or 13 per day yeah thing. like so you, you know you don't work like the five days you just do like three very long days or something like that yeah and i, I guess like because obviously they have to watch you or something because otherwise they wouldn't like ask you to track your eye movements at the beginning and stuff right um, and I guess like the main thing that they look for is sleep apnea, which is like technically if you stop breathing for 10 seconds or more at a time. So like every time that person would stop breathing, she would have to count, I guess. Which I wonder if like that's just normal, like everyone just like has moments when they're sleeping where they don't breathe. Yeah, I would. I would guess that's true. But then I guess like, yeah, 10 seconds or longer right, right. than you would like gasp for air or whatever. Um, so, yeah, they like have to look for that. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I would assume that job is like soul crushingly boring. So I don't know. 
but yeah, that was, that was my experience. Maybe we'll get to do it again, yeah. you know, get a personal best on sleep. So, I mean, I have, you know, I, I have a Fitbit and I just leave it on mm. when I sleep and it like tracks my sleep and stuff and it gives a score. Yeah. The Google, the Google nest things are supposed to do that too. Like if you have one of the speakers in your room, like near your bed, it's supposed to like use the noise somehow to figure that shit out. I don't know. This at least is like tracking your heart rate and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, I I got one of my best scores last night. So nice. I see. I woke up and I was like, wow, this is like one of the best nights of sleep I've gotten in like a month. So (laughs) excellent. Which the previous night are, you know, like, Thursday morning, I woke up at three thirty, and then I was awake the rest of the morning. So. Jesus Christ! Oh, so one of the things that I thought was funny is they have you fill out this questionnaire when you're done, and one of the questions was like, "Do you feel more awake than normal?" And I was like, "Yeah, but like, that's what happens when someone like kicks down the door at five a.m. and says like, get the fuck up.' Well, like, I and also you just waking up in a strange environment's always gonna like, you know, it's gonna send you through a loop anyway." Yeah, it was very weird. So I was like, I, I guess I'm like slightly more alert, but that's probably because of the situation. Right. So I don't know. And then I like I felt really awake. And then while I was driving home, I was like, oh, no, we need to go to bed. <laughs> so. Yeah, but you feel like that all the time. So. I do. But that especially sure, I was sure. just like, oh, my God. Which I mean, um, you waking up at five is like unthinkable. Oh, unthinkable. That would never happen. <laughs> it's a cr- that is a crime. You get up, you pee, and then you're back to bed. That is oh, the only yeah. time you're at five. And that, the whole next day, I had like a pounding headache because I dehydrated myself like a moron mm. because I was like, I didn't know, like I was like, I probably won't be able to get up to pee a lot. So I just like stopped drinking water. Sure. And then the next day I was like, ooh, regrets. Or, mm. I, I regret this. Uh, but yeah, that was my my sleep study experience. That was, that was awesome. something else. Yeah. Ten out of ten. And, uh, yeah, ten out of ten. And with that, I guess we can get into the uh, the barely existent news. Yeah, yeah. Um, Respawn tweeted out that they're making three Star Wars games, and uh, I believe that is the case that EA is moving all Star Wars game development to Respawn. Uh, no other studios for EA will be making Star Wars games. To the surprise of no one, they're making a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Right. Um, except they didn't like call it that. They said it's like a, a new game in the Jedi series. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, it, Jedi colon whatever. Yeah, the, but, but I just would have assumed it was Jedi Fallen Order 2. I, I don't know, but I guess now it can be Jedi whatever the fuck they want. See, I think be. with that colon, if there was no colon, I think they would have. But with it being yeah, Jedi colon, it, big, it makes complete sense that they would do it this way. The next one could just be Jedi colon. Mm-hmm. And it's all about what goes on inside the colon of a Jedi. Oh. I would, I would play that. Mm. So it'd be Jedi colon. And then like the word colon. Yeah. <laughs> what if you just do another colon symbol? <laughs> you could, huh? I, you know, and then it could be anything. You don't know what the game's like. Database websites would love that. <laughs> Almost certainly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Here's my concern with this. Yeah. I, I, it feels like what they're doing to respawn is exactly what they did to Bioware. Oh yeah, where they're like, just, just stick the, just stick the respawn game name on it. Just, just stick the respawn name on it, and then it, oh yeah, because like if you remember, like uh, uh, Bioware, they had to make, they, they had to make what like um, Mass Effect 
they, they were making the Mass Effect series. They were making um, uh, Dragon Age. Dragon Age, and then they made that MMO. Yeah, the yeah. Star Wars MMO. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is right. They made the Old Republic. Right all around within like a two, three year period. Mm-hmm. And then they were doing like a Command and Conquer, and they were sticking the, the Bioware name on that at one point. Yeah, I, do, I don't so know like, what EA does, man. It just feels like like Respawn has a like a very positive energy, or EA very unpopular, but Respawn like is like actually likable mm-hmm. and well liked, and it has so like they're just using that name. That's what it feels like to me. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And like, it's just one of those things where like, then then the second game on this list is a Star Wars first person shooter, right. and it's like, well why wouldn't dice make that other than the fact that the last battlefront game they made like had the microtransaction problem, but didn't they also just like send Vince Zampella to like help dice? Well, no, like he, he like moved up and then he like became like part of dice and respawn. I don't know. It's all, I don't know, but like, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, now it just seems like, are you just saying respawn is making that or like is dice still making that you know what i mean yeah because like there's multiple teams in dice as well yeah and it, it also is a weird thing where like it seemed like dice had battlefront 3 in development and it was canceled as well it was part of the things that i saw people talking about around this so. you think it's just gonna be battlefront 3 by with the respawn's name on it maybe uh, but the third one, which is the one that I am most interested in, is a Star Wars strategy game. I would play that. Do you think this is going to be in the style of like XCOM? Yeah, I would bet that it's like XCOM, but with like Star Wars bounty hunters. You know, I was like, maybe, maybe they're all Mandalorians. I was thinking like that would be awesome for like um, a Mass Effect. Yeah, that would be good for Mass Effect as well, I think. Because like then you could just like have like the different classes be like uh the different races or whatever yeah um you know i I was thinking i've been thinking about that for a long time but but i mean like this would be the same thing i mean like let's be honest yeah mass effect is just basically star wars anyway star wars and star trek at least yeah yeah combination mass effect is definitely a combination of the two um it uh, yeah i don't know like the first one like they're making a sequel to fallen order like uh, of course of course they are i just hope that they are able to actually work on that game and they're not forced to release it at a certain date because if you remember that game just like came came out uncooked and needed like six more months yeah and i like i i don't know maybe respawn is growing to be way larger than it was before but uh i guess like i a strategy game will probably be fine no matter what so like i'd give that a shot the first person shooter though i just want to be titanfall but star wars and i don't think that's gonna happen so i guess we'll see oh yeah yeah i mean if if it plays like titanfall that'd be cool yeah that's like that's what i want Mm -hmm. Uh, so I don't know, like, and that's one of those things where like, yeah, I, is this another situation, a Bioware situation where like right, EA right. is just like wringing literally all the goodwill they can out of the respawn name until they are a fucking crater in the ground or like, is respawn actually going to be up to the task and like be able to give the time and love to all these games? Uh, hopefully, hopefully. But, you know, you never know with EA, so. Uh, the other thing is like is it even actually respawn or are they just sticking the respawn name on it that's the other yeah like you, you have no idea so which i mean time will tell 
Yeah, but as like as far as I understand it, Respawn at least has two different studios, right? I believe so. Yes, because like there, there's the the Titanfall, and then there's the 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 Jedi Fallen Order team, mm-hmm. which I can't think of the guy's name who did who was the creative director of Jedi Fallen Order. Because before that, he did God of War. Oh, Stig, Stig Asmussen. Okay. You don't know who I'm talking about, do you? I don't. He, he's bald, if that helps. It doesn't. Kratos is bald. Mm. So I'll think of him as Kratos. Sure. I bet if you Googled him, like looked up a picture, you'd be like, oh yeah, I recognize him from all the marketing. Mm. But anyway. Yeah, the, the next one... Uh, you put on here and I had seen quotes to this, uh, this same effect is that the, at the very least, the next three call of duty games will be on PlayStation. And I believe that is part of the, uh, marketing deal they had, the marketing deal they had. Yeah. To like have some, like, or we got like an exclusive multiplayer map or whatever the fuck for at least the next three call of duties. So they, they will at least be on PlayStation, I would be willing to bet that if if the next three are going to be so is everything else like it it would seem weird to like have those three come out and then have them be like just kidding fuck you guys right uh so I I would bet the Call of Duty will continue being on uh PlayStation forever but I mean time will tell well will, so. will there be a PlayStation forever yeah exactly See? See, I was thinking about that this week, uh, not to like go off on a tangent, but there's not much news anyway. But I was like, yeah, I wonder what the last PlayStation of my life is going to be. Yeah, I, who knows? Because like I was kind of doing the math and like, let's assume that like it continues like every like seven, eight years. Uh, there's a new console. In mm. theory, we would get to PlayStation 10. Yeah. Uh, right around there but like at the same time like are consoles even going to be a thing at that time i mean like we i feel like at a certain point the the streaming is going to get so good that we won't need consoles anymore yeah it's going to stream directly into our brain it's like who knows what the technology is going to (laughs) be i'm not going to like theorize here so i'm like i'm just like i wonder if like playstation six seven eight like i wonder where it's actually gonna well like what the last playstation is gonna be see like i can't even think about that because the last the other day someone was like what do you think nintendo's next console is gonna be and i was like oh god i I, they can't they have to do the (laughs) switch again it just has to be a better switch it just has to be like yes as i said the switch Mm -hmm. two eyes because then that's the roman numeral two and it has the word we in it I think they would just go switch too. No, they should call it the switch. <laughs> okay. Uh, the switch. When they call it the switch, you all remember this moment. The switch. You. Man, it, <laughs> that's the third one. Uh, okay. Yeah. And that's when it really falls off. Uh, but like, I, I'm like, seriously though, like they, they, they got rid of the handheld market for them. 
And no, I and like so they they can't go back now. No, see, Matt, but that is where like that's a logical thought, <laughs> and Nintendo defies all logic. Like it, this could be one of those things where like, oh, the Switch has made us the most money ever. What if we just like exclusively made the next one a Fisher Price tablet uh-huh. that can't even hook up to like that is like the most Nintendo ass Nintendo thing ever, and I fear for that. We have actually gone in the exact opposite direction, and now it's just a high-end gaming PC with the Nintendo Nintendo name on it. (laughs) That would be sick. Uh, But, like, yeah, like, I just don't know, because it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it seems to me like it would be a no-brainer. Like, you got rid of your handheld thing and combined the two markets. Like, now you can have all your devs doing stuff just for one system. It would it would make sense to me to continue on with that and people like that it's portable and like the Steam Deck sold really well, right? So like people want to be able to play like PC games on the go. Uh but like I Nintendo's so fucking weird, man. And I just feel like maybe there is some crazy person over there who's like, but it's not innovative enough if it's just the switch again. And like, just please God, just make a more, a better switch with better hardware. Like just seems so obvious to me, but I, I, you know, I don't work in that realm. So yeah, I just, I can't, if I worked at that company, I'd be like, like we're stuck with this for the rest of like, the rest of time like there's no other options for it oh yeah like i feel like there's no other option like there's no way to go back so like but who knows and actually that reminds me because you know how people are always like oh the switch is so weak or whatever right that was the excuse that people were using for pokemon legends arceus and then the digital foundry video (laughs) he said no that's actually not why it's because game freak's a bad developer how many times have I said that on this podcast? No, I know, but like he went through, like they have like the frame data and like the graphical data and mm-hmm. stuff. And he's like, nah, the Switch can do way better than this. Yeah. So they just like, they done fucked up. I, and I, I was just like, of course, of course they did. Like what? It's Game Freak. Like, come on, man. I mean, like Zelda came out five years ago and it looked better. And that's what I think is fucking crazy is like, even though Breath of the Wild doesn't look that graphically impressive, it has a stylized look yes. so that when the textures are blurry or like things are weird about it, it is obfuscated by the art style. Yes. Instead, for some reason in this, they like made all the trees look realistic or realistic, quote unquote. <laughs> like they tried to go for like a more realistic like environment and landscape and it just totally clashes like what, what the Pokemon look like and stuff and it just looks awful. So I, I don't know. I think if it was more heavily stylized, like it would have not seemed as egregious, right. but it, yeah, it's just the way the the art direction went. It's just one of those weird things where it just makes it like super obvious that it like is not up to par with what it should be. Which so. I don't like, are they just a bad developer? I, I don't want to say they don't care because I think they do care. So like it has yeah. to be, they just don't have the skills to do it. I, that or they just like, they don't get enough money because the time. rest of the rest of Pokemon gets the money like they put all that back into like merchandise r&d and like fucking the anime or something i don't know maybe the games don't make that much money in the grand scheme of things even though they were what started the whole whole situation but yeah time is another one 
And then the fact that this was in development before Sword and Shield is like a mind blowing fact that blows my brain open. So I, you know, it happens. I'll talk about that more later, though. In the like brief twenty minutes I had with it, I have a lot of thoughts okay. about Pokemon and stuff. So, uh, yeah. So the new Call of Duties, three of them at least, will be on Pokemon. And this one I did not see, but according to Warner Brothers, Gotham Knights and Hogwarts Legacy are still set to come out this year. Yeah, they were like, it was a whole Twitter thread where they were posting a bunch of things about like this year. And in that thread, they they mentioned these two games are still set to come out this year. So that's interesting. I have not watched uh, Grub Snacks on Giant Bomb in a couple weeks, but mm. I would be curious to see if Jeff Grubb says anything about this because Warner Brothers like gaming things are like in the process of like maybe being purchased because Warner Brothers is going through like a large change with the like merger with Discovery or whatever the fuck was happening. So a lot of those studios technically don't even know if they're going to be like sold off or whatever and so it's one of those things where it especially with like people don't think that netherrealm is making the next injustice because what if they get sold and then you don't have the warner brothers license to make those characters oh, so that's why people think they're already making another mortal Kombat. yeah because obviously if netherrealm got sold it would get sold with the mortal Kombat ip so yeah that yeah but then like so people would, think that's what's happening but like i like i said i have no idea so it wouldn't have all those movie tie-ins that the, the last few have had yeah exactly they'd have to actually put mortal Kombat characters i like in it mm. bummer i mean uh yeah so so like i i don't i so i don't know i just think that's interesting because like obviously yeah these are these are two other things like i rocksteady obviously is no matter what at some point gonna put out uh suicide squad like too much time and development had gone into that so right right you know so that when that gets sold i mean it'll get sold if it gets sold, yeah yeah it'll get sold with like the rights for yeah the rights to yeah to at least license that game um but yeah i think that's interesting like it's one of those things where gotham knights got delayed for it had a pretty heavy delay you know what i mean and like it's still i don't even know that it has a release date now no neither of them do but they're still and but i mean this year i mean we still have you know 11 more months so yeah we do but like at least we've seen some gameplay of gotham knights like they never even really showed hogwarts legacy you know what i mean so it's like one of those things where it's still like really nebulous so i in my brain it it might as well not even exist until I've seen footage. You sure. know what I mean? It's a, but I always so think about, especially with like Warner brothers. Um, oh, oh God, what is the shadow of Mordor? Yes. Uh, shadow of war. Yeah. If you remember, they announced that game and then they're like, it's coming out in four months. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I, it would not surprise me if the same thing happens here where they just kind of like announce that game. But like at the same time, like, Harry Potter's a huge name. That's something you want to like announce and build that up. You don't want to just, yeah. but like, I don't know. Well, at the same time, you don't want to do what Gotham Knights did. Like think about how long they were teasing that. Like think about like their Twitter was like teasing the court of owls thing for like what felt like literal years. And then finally they announced it and it still isn't fucking out yet. Like it just, uh. I did see an article somewhat recently that they were that was like 
Bethesda hasn't even begun working on the next Elder Scrolls. And it's like, yeah, they're still making Starfield. Yeah. And like, of course, everyone's just being so shitty in the comments. And you're just like, well, and like that. Okay. So I talked to someone in real life Mm -hmm. who said the same thing. And I was like, Starfield's not even out. And they were like, well, I don't care about that. I want the Elder Scrolls. And it was like, how do you know that? Mm-hmm. How do you you don't even know what Starfield is? What if it's literally just the Elder Scrolls in space? Like, I, we don't know. We have no idea until that game comes out. You have no fucking clue or until they actually show gameplay. Well, my only point was like, that was a huge mistake. They should have never announced. They oh, were never, out. ever, ever. No, it's fucking crazy. Uh, I bet if you asked Todd Howard that he would be like, oh, no, that was like the biggest mistake we've ever made. Well, Fallout 76. Because like, uh-huh. it just, he, they got to get asked about it all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck did anyone think was going to happen when they announced Starfield and then announced the Elder Scrolls Six with the fucking? It was just the logo, and that, it was nothing. That's all they had worked on at that point. Yes, that was, and okay. it, it's just like you you cannot do that. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's crazy because people have no idea how game development works. I mean, you just make both at the same exact time. Yeah, and, you, and then you release, it, you know, Elder Scrolls like six months after Starfield. I mean, that, or you just release them both on the same day, same time. Yeah. I mean, what else does Todd Howard have to do with this time? Jesus Christ, man! It's just like, yeah, that that one really blows my mind because it's just like, man, you coming from people who have played Elder Scrolls games, like they're fucking gigantic. Well, and Fallout's huge. Yeah, and I, the, by all accounts, huge. Starfield will be huge. Like, you, the the boys can barely hold one of those together at a time. And I played, I played Fallout, especially like, after uh, their last game. Like, let give them as much time as they. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can put that shit out right now. Like, I just, oh, man, it's fucking crazy to me. Yeah. But that's the news. That was the big news. Yeah, that that's that, there really was nothing there else no that idea. I saw that uh, struck a chord with me. So, but I, I mean, we really didn't get a lot of delays this month, so that's exciting, right? Yeah, that is that is exciting. But when I looked at the release calendar that Game Informer does for this year, there's like nothing on it. After basically a qu- like quarter two on, there's nothing. Oh, yeah, like literally nothing. And like normally there's at least more sparse details about things out there. Like you can expect this during this time. But like, yeah, this is like (laughs) it feels like weirdly barren to me in a way that is like, oh, no. Oh, here's something. Did you see the new Gran Turismo 7 trailer? Oh, no. Should I have? Uh, Well, the one thing is it like they're making a big deal out of the adaptive controllers. And I was like, yo, that is going to feel amazing on the PS. Yeah, that would be cool. So the yeah, so like that was the big thing was the adaptive triggers. And like, I think there was like something about the audio being 3D or something like that. So, um, I mean, it it was like it was like a 30 second trailer. It wasn't anything crazy. I do have one more news piece. Okay, cool. Because we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Remember when Ubisoft made that Battle Royale game, Hyperscape? Yes. And we both were like, is that even still there? Mm -hmm. It is, but it will not be anymore. (laughs) 
they are canceling development of it, which I think is insane because why wouldn't you just put the money that you were putting into trying to shovel people into NFTs into this game that people thought was cool mm. instead? But yeah, no, it would be soft canceling Hyperscape focusing on NFTs. That's uh... which I guess if we're going to do little things, I did see a uh, Hitman three was getting review bombed on uh, Steam. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see what was up with that, but people uh, are like getting the game for free now. Uh, do you want to know what it was? Oh, God, do I? You're going to get upset. Uh, what is it? They released the game for $60. No. Yeah. yeah. How dare they? How no. dare they try to charge $60? What? Mm-hmm. That game should have been basically free because they had to wait a year. So I that not, I'm not no. even you. That's why <laughs> I paid more than sixty dollars uh, for Hitman Three because I love it. Mm-hmm. I would buy it again. I'll pay sixty dollars for it on Steam. Fuck it, and then I'll review Positive Bomb it. <laughs> so yeah, that, that five, that's why I'll it, play for five minutes and say five stars. That, Excellent product. It had mixed reviews and it was getting reviewed bomb because they man, what the fuck? Yeah. And yeah, and so like th- that makes me even more mad that they're like caving and I guess they're giving it to people for free. Well, they. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I just wait for a sale. Th- those games go on sale. And just I don't I don't. It's know. also fucking on Game Pass. Like, whatever I, it's yeah, fine yeah. oh fuck i did play another game oh oh uh sorry i just that reminded me because i thought about game pass well we might as well uh, just, like, move on to that the games we've been playing then yeah yeah we can do that you usually go first though and you played uh before the past couple weeks you had played a lot of games this week you really outdid <laughs> well i'll get into it you'll see <laughs> okay 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 um so yeah i mean you can you can let it rip i guess i go go for it because like you didn't play a ton it seems okay well i played paparazzi okay uh i played it after the podcast on last week and i beat it in two and a half hours okay i did i did all of the stuff did i believe you enjoy your time with it it was okay i for how long it was in development and I know indie games, you know, people work on it by themselves and stuff. I guess I was just expecting like more from it. So for those who don't know and can't figure it out from the title, paparazzi is a game where you take pictures of dogs. Okay. Um, and if anyone remembers me talk about Toem earlier in the year or has played Pokemon snap, it's like that. Uh, where you're like taking pictures of dogs and stuff, but you're also trying to like solve puzzles or like find specific instances of things happening. So like a dog riding a scooter, perhaps, or a dog riding a skateboard and doing a 1080 on it or something like that. Um, And so you like start off and you just have like this one area, which is uh, a little like lighthouse thing. And it's like, it's a small beach area. And it gives you the tutorial. You go around, you take pictures. Uh, At first, you don't have that much film. You can only take like nine pictures uh, and you upload them to. Oh, it's some shitty pun on Instagram with dogs. Postagram, maybe. Um, And you upload them and then you get some followers and there will be like goals to get a certain amount of followers or whatever. But I don't know why there is the limit on 
how many you can take because you can just leave the area and come right back with like no penalty or anything and just get the get the film back so like that just seems kind of like a weird artificial gating process um and as you fulfill more objectives and do things that people ask of you you unlock more areas so like there was a city area i ended up taking photos on the moon there were some alien dogs uh there was like a weird secret waterfall cave thing um but i I think where it really like disappointed me the most was like not even just the lack of content but the things don't really animate and at first i thought that would be like kind of funny but it also just the way the dogs are it makes a lot of them look very samey like they're very similar even though there is like a fake pokedex thing for the dogs like the puppypedia or whatever right that you can fill out so there's like a several dozen types of dogs but none of them ever felt like different enough or like unique enough to really like stand out, I guess. Um, and like, there are a lot of funny goofs and um, you can buy, like, as you do requests, you get like golden dog bones that you use as currency and you can unlock more filters and more lens types. So like for most of the game, I was taking photos with a fisheye lens to make it seem like everything was a skate video. <laughs> uh, and like, you just get like uh, uh, over a dozen like different film color things. Uh, and some of them are just ludicrous. Like it makes everything rainbow and stuff like that. Um, so it's like, it's not one of those things where like in Toem because it was such a like unique 2d style. Um, taking photos, like you could take photos that looked really cool. And like same thing in Pokemon Snap, like I, I posted on my Twitter a long time ago, the four my four favorite photos I had taken in Pokemon Snap. And like, I think they are genuinely cool and neat to look at. Uh, whereas like in Paparazzi, like nothing really is like that. Oh. It's just nothing is like super colorful, really. Nothing really stands out as being like wholly unique. Like it's funny to see a dog skateboarding once. Right. But then every time you go back into that stage, the dog is still skateboarding and it's like the same. There is no real changing the, the, the what's going on. And there, there are some things that can change by fulfilling objectives, but it's never anything super crazy. And um, like you can pick up items like Frisbees and balls and stuff, but they don't work super great. So the dogs generally don't really chase them very much. Mm-hmm. Uh the one thing I think is the funniest in the game is you are literally a walking camera with arms and legs. Like you are a cam. So like you eventually unlock selfie cam and you just, you're, you're a camera. Okay. And sometimes you'll see your shadow and you're like, Oh, this is fucking stupid. Uh, but yeah, overall, like, I think it's fine. Uh, I'm really glad it was on game pass because I think if I had paid like 25 bucks for it or whatever, 20 bucks, I would have been like, ah, I don't know. Whereas like, Toem was probably about this length, but it was more about solving cool puzzles and cool places. So I liked it a lot more, I think. Right. Um, just because like out of the art style and everything in Toem was very unique and it's just like, oh, like try to find a way to take a picture of this thing or like find something that looks like this. And it was always fun to try to solve that. Whereas in this, I did not really feel that. Um, this is sad. Because like this yeah. would be like one of your favorite games this year it really should it it should yeah where it was this one i don't know there was another dog game that came out that i might have to give a shot where you like build your own um dog shelter Mm. i can't think of what the hell that was called the the demo had come out a bunch of times in the steam next fest but i think it did just come out like a couple weeks ago uh 
so yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's fine. It's just one of those things where I think there are a lot of other photo games that have come out since then that like are okay. Like even Uramangi generation or however you say it is the one that people always like rave about. Uh, like there's, I think there are just weirdly too many photo based games sure. uh, recently that like do what this is trying to do better. So it's kind of strange, but like it, it, I don't know. Maybe it's not supposed to be some bigger thing, right? Like it's just a, a goofy game about taking pictures of like weirdly st- stilted dog animations. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was okay. And not, it's on game pass. So you want to give it a shot. You can do that. Uh, but we're, what I'm really here to talk about today is Pokemon legends. Arceus. I played 20 whole minutes of this product. And let me tell you what happened. Spoilers. If anyone wanted to go in raw, um, you as of the character are not from this ancient time, Matt. Oh. You are from the future. So the pre- you're in the present day. Uh, you are from the present day, right? And then you go back to the the past. Yeah, yeah. Like so, you don't. You basically start, and you know how whenever the beginning of every Pokemon game, the professor talks to you and says this weird speech about Pokemon and how they're with us in our lives or whatever the fuck. Or you even be are a character like that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so in this, it's just a blinding gold light, which is Arceus telling you that. And he basically says, like, oh, what's your name? And, like, remind me what you look like. And then you do that, and then you fall out of a time-space portal into the past, and you are just wearing, like, a regular, normal T-shirt and some sandals. And the professor walks up to you, and he's like, what are the buck-ass wild clothes you're wearing, my guy? You just fell out of the sky. What's going on there? And then he is like oh no it's dangerous out here because there's pokemon and these are my three pokemon and then they like run away from him and he's like oh shit i'm too scared to go catch them and you as a character are like what i'm i'm cool let me get that shit and then they give you 50 pokeballs and i was like that seems like a bit much (laughs) to catch these three starter pokemon um and they like very loosely teach you how to do it. And they, they, you just throw the balls at them and they, they get in there. Uh, the movement feels pretty good. It runs at a solid 60 frames a second, but, uh, like you're going to have to throw a lot of balls at Pokemon. And- oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like that is- these ones get like insta caught though. So it doesn't really matter. Okay. Cause like that is one of my biggest annoyances and why like I just have an active dislike for catching legendaries. It's just like, mm. I don't want to throw 50 balls and just hope that one of them eventually works. I just, so that, that will definitely happen. But with regular Pokemon, if you stealth on them, I think it's a hundred percent chance to catch. Okay. So there is a way to game that game it. So you have a better chance. At it. Yeah. I believe if you are in stealth and they do not see you, you get a hundred percent chance. I assume that will not work on legendaries because you'll have to fight them. Uh, but I, I can't say with certainty. Um, but yeah, you can, you catch those three Pokemon and then he's like, Whoa, I work for like the team galaxy. And they just recently built this city here and we came from far away and like, we don't know anything about the Pokemon here. It's super scary, but we're like trying to build the Pokedex. Follow me to town. And it's Jubilife town from diamond and pearl. Uh, and then like while you're following him, you find your phone that Arceus upgraded into the Arceus phone. And that's how you like save and look at your menu and your Pokedex and stuff. Uh, and you get into town and you meet up with 
the head of the galaxy coalition or whatever the fuck they call it. And they're like, Oh yeah, you can live here with us, but you got to like pass our test because we're like trying to find out all about Pokemon and fill out these Pokedexes. And so then they're like, you got to go catch me a Badoof, a Starly and a Shanks. And anyone who's played Pokemon before is like, this is like baby shit. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, they're horrifying. (laughs) No one's ever been able to catch three Pokemon before. And you caught three earlier. And I was like, no one? You gave me 50 Pokeballs, dude. <laughs> and so the way they the way they make it seem is like everyone is like terrified of Badoof. Like they're like, oh my God, we can't get near the Badoof. We uh, no one's ever been able to get near the Badoof. And you just like you just walk up and every character is like, you just you walk up to him so fearless. And I was like, guys, it's a Badoof. Like, have you seen the fucking thing? And then like, then you're, you're like following the, I assume it's the opposite gender of whatever you pick character, your like rival or whatever. So you get Badoof for the first thing in the test and they're like, Oh my God, I can't believe you did it. And it's like, what? And then they're like, now it's Starly. And they're like, don't startle it. You'll run away. And so you duck in the grass and then you catch it. And then you get to the final one, Shinx. And she's like, Oh shit, I got like electrocuted by this the other day. I was like, what? (laughs) And then you they they force you to fight it, and I accidentally killed it like four times. Uh, but you just have to like weaken it a little bit, and then throw a ball, and it gets caught. It, I assume it's a hundred percent catch rate, just because it's like a story quest, right? Um, but yeah, it's weird. You can move around in the battles, like you yourself as the trainer, so you can just like run around or in between the Pokemon smacking on each other in like full three hundred sixty degrees, which I think is kind of neat. Um, I haven't gotten to the real crux of it yet. Like I can only crouch, but then eventually I know that you can dodge because the Pokemon will attack you. After 20 minutes, you're not in like the the depth of the game. What? Yeah. And I have seen a lot of people complain and say that like the first two hours of this game are like the worst of Pokemon and Nintendo tutorial bullshit where it's just like, you're talking to a bunch of people about a bunch of bullshit that, should not be tutorialized probably or like could be done better um i believe you can skip the cutscenes, uh so you know if people want to do that but even even uh my friend nigel texted me and said like yeah the first couple hours are like pretty brutally slow but then after that you get out into the open world and start being able to get side quests and then you can basically just like do whatever and fill out the pokedex entries uh so, I, so far it seems cool, but the one thing that I was going to say, which is the only reason I really put it on here, is every Pokemon game going forwards needs this. So, you're forced to fight a dude uh, pretty much immediately, and he has a Togepi, and you have your starter. You beat it, and then your starter goes from level 5 to 6, and it learns a new move, and it like lets you know that it learned a new move. But then it lets you know that in the menu at any time, you can go in and change their moves freely from any the pool of any move they have ever learned oh my god you don't have to go get um a love disc no dude i like and people i read online people like oh i don't think they can do that you gotta have the heart scales and i was like why why do you have to why why do you have to have the heart scales it's not like it's like gonna ruin the economy of pokemon like there is absolutely no reason it should not just be like this Please. Especially when you catch a level 40 and it's like, well, I wanted a move that he had at level 27. And it's like, well, get a heart scale. 
Exactly. And now it's just there in the menu anytime swap moves and you just fucking see the whole move pool of whatever they have learned at that level. And you just you do it. Swap them out on the fly. Not in battle, obviously, but like outside of battle at any time. So I think that's a really good thing that they should have going forward. Uh, I also I've I I tried my best. This is like the first time I actually just didn't watch a fuckload of people play it on Twitch uh, because I wanted to just go in and see stuff for myself for the first time. But the way you evolve, I think, should also be done that way going forward, where like once you hit the level, it'll say like, oh, your Pokemon could evolve. And then you have to go into the menu to evolve it. So that way, if you don't have an Everstone, you don't have to push B literally every time you level up. You just choose when you want it to level up. Interesting. Or evolve. Sorry. Um, so yeah, like I think those are two like cool quality of life additions that just like make sense to me, I guess. The evolution one, I guess I never would have really thought of, but the just being able to swap out the moves on the fly, like to me, that's a no-brainer, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I those twenty minutes, I was I, I liked so far, but I I have to wait until I get like out into the open world on my own to really, you know, feel it. But I it reviewed very well, like way better than I thought it would, and people are being more positive on it than I thought they would, except for the graphics and uh, as we discussed before the podcast. Who cares? Yeah, they're not very good, but like if the gameplay is fine and it's like running at sixty, and I can just like. You know, I think it'll be fine. But also, I think that this game is going to definitely be more geared towards me and not really for you, as we've said several times. But there is no breeding. Um, It's not really super focused on battling. Like, you do battle some trainers, but it's not really like, you know, there is no, like, multiplayer battles or anything unless there's only multiplayer trading. So, Which, I mean, like, I have not been excited about this game. I haven't been talking about how I'm going to get this game. Like, I, I recognize, like, hey, they're making a Pokemon game. It's something new, but it's not for me. And I'll leave it at that. I don't have to go online and complain about it or anything. You know? No, yeah, but it's just it, it's one of those things where, like, I, I think it's also that, like, this time it feels like the world is, like, actually lived in by Pokemon, which is what I liked about the parts of Sun and Moon that I really liked. And so it seems like this kind of has some of that. Uh, and so I'm I, like, I'm I'm excited to play and I'll I'll be able to play a bunch this weekend. So next week i'll definitely be able to talk a lot lot more about how i feel but even in the first 20 minutes i was just like oh you know what like this is different and i think if it didn't like run at a solid frame rate i would have been like are we serious have you seen the grass texture (laughs) uh but it 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 runs fine um it looks a lot better in handheld because everything crushed down onto the small screen at 720 obviously is going to look a lot better than it does on my fucking 4k tv totally stretched out and like you know, seeing it in its worst light, but uh, it even seems to perform better in handheld, just like Breath of the Wild did. So um, awesome. You know, yeah, it's 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 a neat thing so far and people seem to really like it. So I'm I'm excited to really dig into it this week. So um, now for what I've been playing, like I played a lot, but I didn't I kind of just like played a few hours of everything. It wasn't like I really dove deep into any one thing. Uh, so like Ratchet and Clank, if you remember last week, I was just finishing that up and I beat that. I think the the final because I just basically had to get through like the final gauntlet, which was like just like the final world and then beat the final boss. And then I was able to do that within an hour. Then I just kind of went back through and just kind of cleaned up some trophies and then just kind of called it there. So I, I finished up uh, Ratchet and Clank up up your arsenal. I, I think it was a very good game. I, I enjoyed my time with it. Um 
if if I were to give it a score, I would give it a four out of five. So I, I enjoyed my time with it. So okay. Um, Assassin's Creed Revelations, very similar situation. You know, I only had a couple hours left. Um, which boy, oh boy, that ending is just fucking kind of wild how they end it. <laughs> wild and like whoa i'm so excited for like the future yeah no i i remember it's just like that's how they end this trilogy <laughs> you know, like that's how they wrap up Ezio. i didn't believe it i was like i must have missed something so i went on youtube and watched it again and i was like nope i didn't miss anything that's what happened it just feels yeah it just was so whack like i i watched it when willie did it and i was just like was that worth it? Like, yeah, like, like you think they would have given Ezio more? He just, I, I don't want to spoil. It's an old game, so it really doesn't matter. But I don't want to spoil too much. But like, he just takes off his blade, and like that's it. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like okay, sure, sure. That's yeah. Uh, but I finished uh, Assassin's Creed Revelations, and then and then I went back into the world and just kind of cleaned up some stuff, just like I did with Ratchet and Clank. Uh, but like, same with Ratchet and Clank, I would probably give it a four out of five. I don't think it's as good as Assassin's Creed Two. I don't think it's as good as Brotherhood, but I still think it is an enjoyable game that I don't regret playing at all. So, yeah. Uh, Paper Mario. I just continue to slowly my wake my way through that game. Um, I'm still in the desert area. Okay. Um, I had a bit of a trouble just kind of like figuring out what I needed to do, but I, I was able to kind of figure it out because like that that area is a little confusing with because I don't know if you remember it. It's kind of not like, offhand. It's like a grid, at least like the the actual desert area, where like it it, it it's like kind of like this confusing grid where like you basically you get on <clears throat> like like one screen and then you can either go right down like left right up or down oh yeah yeah, yeah. So, like just kind of like making my way through that because like I, I needed to kind of like <clears throat> find my way through there because i needed to find the oasis mm-hmm. uh, but I, I eventually kind of found the oasis and got a good upgrade so i'm very happy i was able to do that and had to get a lemon and then talk to <clears throat> the sheik but I finally have opened. It seems like I finally opened up the dungeon for the desert area. So I'm, I am making progress. It's just one of those things where like I ha- I'm only playing like 20, 30 minutes a night, if that. And then I have to kind of like remind myself like what I was doing the night before mm. as I'm like falling asleep. So like it's just <laughs> one of those things where like the way I'm playing it is probably like hurting, hurting just like it's slowing the process down as well. So mm-hmm. like whatever, like it, I, I went into this game saying, I just want to have something like relaxing at night to just kind of play for a little bit. And it, it continues to be scratching that itch perfectly. So, uh, but as I mentioned, I finished up Ratchet and Clank and I finished up Assassin's Creed revelations and you've been asking for super meat boy. So I, I just, I, I, so I decided to give that a try. Um, it is hard, Manny. It is hard. And you know what I'm upset about? Because I remembered this. I played it on PC when it first came out and the music is incredible by Danny Baranofsky. When they light, when they moved it to PlayStation and Xbox, they like lost the rights to that soundtrack somehow. So they like redid all the music and it's not as good. It's still a good soundtrack though. No, it is. I'm just, it's a, it's a bummer. Actually, maybe on Xbox, it might still have that. It was on PlayStation. It definitely didn't. I think it came out on PC and Xbox at the same time, actually, now that I think about it. I bought it on PlayStation, so. You're what? I bought it on PlayStation. 
Oh, okay. Well, then it's it's not as good. But uh, how? So it's hard. But like, how do you how do you feel about? It? I well, initially, I was like, I don't. The momentum feels really weird, and it does. Take, it is very weird. Take some time getting used to. Um, get getting negatives out of the way. The second world, there were maps where like there are fans that are blowing up. Mm-hmm. I did not like any of those. Mm-hmm. I really just kind of struggled with those. But once I got kind of past that, I've been pretty good. Um, here's what happens in every single state. <laughs> the first time I play it, I get through like three fourths. I do fairly well because what's happening is I'm taking it slow and I'm just kind of seeing what happens. By my like fifth or sixth attempt, I get like three steps in and I die. Because like, oh yeah, at that point, like you're getting impatient. You're like, and also like you're like trying to like poke holes and just kind of like understand this level and what you can do. So like, there's always that dip where you're like, I'm getting worse, I'm getting worse. But then eventually, <laughs> you're better at the level and then you beat it. Um, I do want to brag because like I'm uh, in the hell stage. Mm-hmm. I beat one of the levels on my first try. Nice. I was like, fuck yeah, I did that. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been going for any of the bandages because that just seems fucked. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree. I, I just, and uh, so the only stage that I've really had like a hard time with was the boss battle for, I think it was hell. Maybe it was the one before that. Um, it was the uh, brownie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chasing the, the brown figure. Uh-huh. Oh, God. There was just this one jump that I just couldn't make. And I, I I spent probably like 20 minutes and I was like, I have to just walk away. And then I just kind of in the morning got up and tried it again. And it still it took me like 10, 10 more minutes. I, it, that one probably took me about a half hour to beat. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like I'm like I'm slowly making my way through it. But it's one of those games like. I have to be in the right mindset to play it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not something I want to play in the morning. Uh, that's fair. I'll, so like, so like that's kind of leads to why I started playing uh, Torchlight. Okay. It was like uh, to move on from Super Meat Boy to like Torchlight. Cause I was like, I just need something that's kind of brain dead and very relaxing and all I have to do is just like hold one button and numbers pop up and the numbers get bigger as I do it more. So uh, for people who are not familiar with Torchlight, Torchlight came out, I think, like 0809. Yeah, somewhere around there. And it was it's uh, it's an indie game that is basically just indie Diablo. Yes. Uh, but like I do want to mention that like people who worked at Blizzard, people who worked on Diablo 2 left and created their own studio and made Torchlight. Yes. So like they like they know what they're doing like like mm-hmm. uh so like it is it is it sounds reductive to just say like it's indie Diablo but literally that was their goal and that like and, and I mean they made Diablo before and they were just like let's keep making Diablos. So mm-hmm. uh, did you ever play Torchlight? So I did like probably like a year or so after it came out and I never got that far in it. And I don't know if it wasn't because I just didn't like it. It was just because I, I think I got it for free, like as part of some bundle. So I was dicking around in it. Um, But I mean, it it is like Diablo. It's just one of those things where I, I, it just didn't grab me particularly hard. So I just didn't end up finishing it. 
yeah, I mean, it's not blowing me away or anything, but as I said, yeah. like the game that I wanted to basically just like shut off my brain and just have something very relaxing uh, as like mm-hmm. a juxtaposition to Super Meat Boy that is very frustrating and intense. Uh, so I, for that, I'm enjoying it. I also want to give a shout out, like graphically, it looks great because they went. Oh, with, yeah, it's very well stylized. They went for, you know, like a certain art style that just like it, it doesn't make the game look look or feel old. So I, I think that's great. And then the other big compliment I want to give it, 20 minutes into the game, Manny, I was mm-hmm. already level five. Mm-hmm. Like you, you see the, the numbers are popping up and like you're leveling up so quickly. It, it, it all just feels so satisfying as well. So, yeah. Uh, the one thing that you and I are very different is the uh, the character we would choose. I was, oh, yeah, probably. I was with the range and I know you're never about that. You, no get in there so like i'm playing like she's it's a it's the bow lady i think marksman is what it's called so mm. uh, but nope I, i'm just kind of like it, it's like a dungeon crawl where you like start start at the top and you're just kind of going down levels and you just keep going down 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 uh and you're just constantly getting new loot and just kind of leveling up and you know you hold like a button and it, you kill things it's it's pretty great um, so. yeah i think i think people really liked the second one too yeah, I think I don't know about the third, but uh, that's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then I decided to play God of War. The original? Yes. Oh, nice. Uh, How did you feel about the threesome? Uh, well, you don't see the threesome. Well, it's there, though. And right it's in the beginning, isn't it? It is. It's just <laughs> I was just like, man, those are some those are titties. They are. They're there. Uh, but, uh, I, I'm actually kind of enjoying my time with it, Manny. Yeah. I mean, people do. I just, I, I tried, I God of war one, I believe is the one that I got the farthest in. Uh, I can't even remember what part I got to, but I just like, there was a certain point where I just like a couple hours in, I was just like, I'm not having fun with this. Like even back then, it was like not that long after it had came out. A friend let me borrow it, and I was like, ah, you know, I'm good. And then I tried again with God of War two, and I was like, I just don't think that this is my jam. Um, yeah, I I picked this up because like I got like a fifty dollar gift card for uh, GameStop, so I bought like a few games, and like I I was like, I'm gonna get the the collection on PS3 and give God of War a try. Because uh, I've tried God of War 3, but like that was such a weird game to jump into the series. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'll try one. Uh, because like I am a big fan. I really like uh, Greek mythology. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll you know, just give it a try and just see if I enjoy uh, just kind of like seeing these like Greek mythological creatures or whatever you want to call it, the, 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 the gods. Um, so. Uh, no, I, I mean I'm enjoying my time with it, and I I do like the way the the leveling up works, where you just kind of kill things, you get like the I don't even they're they're orbs or it's just like a red goo, I don't know. Yeah, it's like Devil May Cry. Exactly, it, it's just like Devil May Cry, and then and then you just like take that and you just kind of put it into like like a weapon or a skill or something, and just kind of level it level that up. So I've just mm-hmm. been leveling up the Blades of Chaos because that's what i'm using most of the time anyway so uh i i my goal this year is to beat as many of the games as i start um mm. 
really the only one I haven't finished is um, uh, Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. Like I gave that game like a legitimate try. I tried it for 14, 15 hours and I just had to admit to myself like, hey, this is too hard for me. Uh, so like I want to get through God of War, uh, Torchlight, which these are not, they don't seem like they're going to be terribly difficult games. We'll see about God of War uh, as the game goes on, but I don't think it's going to Oh, be you will definitely get through God of War. Uh, and I add Torchlight, same thing. Like, I don't think it's ever going to get too difficult. And Super Meat Boy, I do think I can beat Super Meat Boy. Like, I. Yeah, I, I mean, I when I beat Super Meat Boy, I'm super proud of it. But I mean, you talking about the levels you have done, I think that you will get through it. It's just one of those things where I didn't know if. One, I didn't know if you would like it at all, uh, because I, I know that the momentum kind of throws people off, I think. Uh but yeah, I mean, it also, I haven't played Super Meat Boy in a really long time, right? Like, I don't know how well that's aged. I mean, it's a 2D person. So. And it's like, yeah. typically you're going to age fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, but like, like, I know I don't, I say like things like I'm not very good at video games and stuff, but I do think like 2D platformers I can typically get through and I'm a little better at. Like, like Ori, I can get through Ori, both of those. Mm-hmm. And I considered very difficult games and like i never had like as big of an issue with those so like i think like something like super meat boy i'm much far more likely to be able to get through than something like god like uh dark souls or you know demon souls or bloodborne Mm -hmm. something like that so uh it's just a matter of like i have to just kind of like stay calm and when i do find myself getting frustrated just kind of walk away and come back because as soon as you get tilted you're never going to do as well anyway so Mm -hmm. Uh, just kind of calming down and just kind of resetting is you know typically a good thing with these difficult games so uh but like last night i was busy and like as i said mornings like it's so like this is a game i'm probably about halfway through which it doesn't seem like it's very long either is it uh what super meat boy boy uh i don't remember it being super long no i guess is like i'm about three hours in and i'm about halfway my guess is like I know like the the later worlds are gonna get harder, but I'm guessing I can probably beat it in six seven hours. So, I played Super Meat Boy for twelve hours total. Oh wow! And I guess any of the dark worlds or any of that stuff. Uh, I did some of them, but I the last achievement I got was beat the light world. So, only six percent of all people who played Super Meat Boy got that. So. And that was on Steam, right? It was, yeah. Yep. I I have faith I can get through this. It's just, as I said, one of those things where I just got to go slow and I have to be in the right mindset. But I'll get through it. Um, And In case anyone was wondering, sorry, I beat Super Meat Boy on April 13th, 2011 at 9.05 p.m. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I think you've said like you were like in college and like you had like a friend or somebody watching you right yes i did yes i did yep i'll be yeah like when you finally beat a level after spending like you know like 10 minutes of just because like it just respawns instant there's no load it's very well done (laughs) oh yeah so like you'll die like 15 times in like what feels like 20 seconds sometimes uh, so like, but like, once you finally beat that, like, it is a stand up and just be like, "Fuck yeah, I did this" type of situation. So like, it is very rewarding once you get through it. So yeah, I also I also really like the replay thing where all of your runs run at the same time at the end. I I love that. Mm. So. 
So no, there are a couple, as I said, there are a couple levels that I didn't care for, which I mean, that's always going to happen in platformers, but Mm -hmm. uh, I think, I think I got through like getting through that brownie. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I don't know if I can beat this game. I just don't know if I can do it. Uh, Being able to like walk away. And then I was like kind of thinking about it and like thinking about like different ways I could approach it and uh, thinking about it definitely did help me and then i was able to kind of the other it in a lot of ways it's it feels like a puzzle game that you like it's also like super like uh like uh precision like like it is a very precision like focused puzzle game in a lot of weird ways because like yeah. you're poking holes you're trying to figure out how to like do this but then like you have to actually execute it at like such a high ability as well it, it is a very interesting game it is but it is very difficult as well so. oh yeah for sure um but yep so that's that's all i've been playing like realistically i played a couple hours of ratchet and clank a couple hours of assassin's creed maybe an hour of paper mario three hours of super meat boy a couple hours of god of war and a couple hours of torchlight so like it seems like i played a lot but i guarantee you you played way more um uh Genshin Impact then like oh maybe- yeah that's why I always feel bad every week is because like recently because with I am actually like legitimately trying to stick to my not really buying things unless I like know I'm actually gonna play it thing this year like paparazzi was just on game pass so I, I don't count those things but I yeah I just this week I I and every week I play at least like an hour or two at least of Genshin so it's one of those things where like I just I don't want to keep talking about it. You know what I mean? Like it continues to be Genshin impact and it's not like we're like the fucking Genshin impact newscast. So like no one needs to hear me be like, yeah, and they added this new event. Like no one fucking cares. So it just, and I'm not just going to keep talking about final fantasy 14, even though I've kind of fallen off that now. Um, just because it's one of those things where it's like, it continues to be an MMO. So there's not really much more to say about it. So usually I only try to do things that it's not like I'm not playing it every day. You know, you ever look at your stack of games that you bought and haven't played and just be like, I'm an idiot and I should play one of these. And then you don't. Uh, Sometimes. Yeah. But I mean, I got to, you know, you got to grind in Genshin. It's important. I do have good news, though. What is that? I didn't buy a game this week. So Nice. I'm proud of you. I did. Pokemon Legends Arceus. <laughs> I did buy movies though. You bought what? Bought movies. Oh, okay. What movies? Uh, the Mummy. <laughs> I, just... <laughs> <laughs> I had them on DVD, and it's the only DVD I own. But I was like, I'd rather just have it digitally, and then I can just fire up my Xbox and just play them whenever, and not have to physically put the disc in. You know? Okay. So, so I bought the mum- mum- Mummy on demand. I've had that like uh, wish listed for a while. I was just waiting for it to go on sale. So. Mm-hmm. Big mummy sale. Mm-hmm. So, yep, I got all three. And so, I won't ever watch the third one, but I have the first two pretty much at my fingertips at all time now. So How come you didn't get Scorpion King? Uh, that's a whole other like. I think there's five of those. No, yeah, but in the, I mean the original. You'd have to get all five. You have to. I don't know. Do you understand what's going on? I'd need to watch all five. <laughs> I'm sure with a different actor as the Scorpion King and everyone. Uh, I'm sure there's a there's a story arc to it all. It yeah. all uh-huh. Yep. I actually all right. 
legitimately enjoy that first Scorpion King movie. I've never seen it, I don't think. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not going to say it's good, but I enjoyed it. No, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. But that was like around the time of when the other ones were still good, right? Uh, I was the like, right after, yes. Yeah. Which it was one of The Rock's like first movies as well. Yeah, it was. But anyway, are you ready to move on to our part three? Yeah, we can move on to part three. So, Manny, I don't want to get you too excited, but I printed out some papers. I don't know if oh, you Oh, man. I can hear the papers. So, on these papers, I have Amazon reviews. Oh, boy. <laughs> I hope you're ready because we're going to bring that back. Okay. I had too much fun with it to not yes. bring it back at some point. So. Uh, so, 10 games. I went through a lot of reviews. And I want to remind you, Manny. Yeah. These are user reviews. Oh, yes. They are user reviews. So, sometimes they may say things that may make you think one thing. But keep in mind, they are user reviews. And users aren't always correct. This is true. I learned this just today. When you told me about the Steam review bomb for Hitman 3. So just try to keep that in mind. Uh, I think you should be able to get all of these. Because okay. some of them, like, I'm just like, we'll get into it. The last okay. one I think you'll get on, like, the very first one. But, like, I just loved all three reviews. And I just was like, I don't care if this does not make a very good game. It's going to be fun to read these reviews. But okay, anyway, we will get into it. So the first game, first review, two stars, and the headline is repetitive and out of date. Really overrated game, belongs in the past and stopped playing it after a few goes. Cutscenes frequent at the start of the game and bored me to death, a mood killer. Wanted to like it, but didn't. Repetitive action and button mashing, old school, important to note, school is spelled with a K. Mm belongs in the 90s so old school belongs in the 90s expensive for a modern day game cash in one rehashed game save your money in my opinion so that that's not going to tell you too much but just no. keep in mind. old school cool it's expensive okay. one game and repetitive and button mashing okay four stars two great games this is the same game by the way this is the, like what the, the fuck what okay yep so four stars two great games exclamation mark okay these games are great comes with a download code for the first game and a cartridge for the second graphics are okay not much difference from the the switch version gameplay is very fun lots of combos and weapons however the gameplay can feel repetitive at times all in all these games are great and i definitely recommend them however i would wait for a price drop do you have any guesses? Not offhand. I mean, like the the sound of it, like makes me think some type of Dynasty Warriors product. Okay, I guess, but I guess I don't know like how those are packaged. Sure. I think this last one you're gonna get it. Okay. Five stars. Must buy. <laughs> must buy many. Must buy. The only side downside to these games is the witch time is overpowered and makes evading oh. 
easy as long what? at the right time, which is quite easy, even in the boss battles. Even with that issue, though, this is some of the best action you'll get in any video game, period. Well worth it for the incredible stylus action at, at 60 FPS and soundtrack. So, yes. What? Which time is over? Who, who the fuck? Is like, hey, this is Bayonetta 1 and 2, dash it's old school. Who the fuck says that? Who the fuck? This, that first guy needs to be put down. I, oh my God. No, it's Bayonetta overrated. 1, it's overrated. It's so good. Well, he's fucking wrong. Bayonetta 1 is so good. I think 2 is overrated. Uh, I didn't like it as much as the first one, but I still think it's good. I, but everything else is a lie. Everything else is a lie. Also, which time is so good? How dare they say that in the last review? Uh, there were a lot of reviews where people were complaining that the the code for the first one didn't work because they bought the game off Amazon and like Amazon oh. sent them like a, like a code for a different region, and the codes oh, were wow. so like that seemed kind of fucked. Yeah, I uh, I did not buy um, the Switch versions of Bayonetta. Mm. I actually I own the first one. I guess technically I, I own it on PS3, but also Wii U because Bayonetta 2 came with uh, Bayonetta 1 digitally, I believe. Yeah. Actually, maybe maybe they're both on the same disc. I don't remember. But it because it, it had the like she could dress up as Peach and shit in it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I played Bayonetta 2 as it was meant to be played on the Wii U. So. Yep. So that was Bayonetta 2 specifically on the Switch. So. Yeah, yeah. That God, which time? Which oh time? God. Okay. All right. I hate people. People are bad. <laughs> oh, we got so many better reviews. Uh, good, 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 good. Uh, so second game. All right. First review. Five stars. First FPS I have played for fun. What? Okay. <laughs> so I've played a few FPSs here and there with friends, but have never sat down and done a storyline on my own. I decided to make it a. I decided to make it a New Year's resolution to play more FPS video games, and this is what I picked up. I love this game. I would totally recommend it to those who are getting their feet wet and veterans alike. Super fun, not very long, but there's there is a lot of extra stuff to learn, and with <clears throat> there's a lot of extra stuff to learn and play play to enhance the game experience. I've replayed it about three times now, and I'm still discovering new stuff. That was the first review. So the big thing, the big takeaway probably is uh, FPS. And it's fun. It's fun. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, This next review, one star, best of a real bad bunch. What? Okay. This is one of my favorite reviews. Okay. I have been playing games ever since Pong. I've watched them progress over the years and I'm amazed at how far they've come. In overall gaming, I would say Pete was peaked from 2003 until 2006. So that was when they peaked, Manny. Yeah, that's, you know, when Pong came out. Mm-hmm. But uh, so they peaked 2003 to 2006. After that curve has been on the downside, I feel so sorry for the people who consider this to be a great game. It is not even a good game compared to some of those earlier games. The gameplay is so repetitive, it is like watching the same movie over and over. After a few hours, the excitement wears off, and from then on, it's just a dull, it's, it's just a plain dull. That, that's how the sentence sounds. As <laughs> what? 
I mean, I'll read that again. No, I get it. I you just okay, you can continue. Keep in mind, I'm reading these verbatim, and sometimes oh, I, know, like, I know, I know. It's just like okay, like these. I mean, who's? I mean, who's proofreading their their Amazon reviews? You know. I mean, if I was gonna write one, I would, but you know, I'm weird like that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's plain dull. As for the people who consider this consider the graphics to be so cutting edge all i can say is you you must have never played far cry or oblivion important to note far cry and oblivion both fully capitalized okay these games had real cutting edge graphics and did did this with older graphic cards i played far cry on pc with a geo four six eight zero uh six eight sixty eight hundred one twenty eight He's really kind of letting us know his, his, his gaming card. His rig. Yeah, yes. he's, he's into it. It looked amazing. I moved my gaming to Xbox because of DRM, social clubs, and limited plays on PC games. To me, this is just another Doom clone with graphics that are about 10 years behind the times. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I was going to say I thought this was Doom 2016, but then mm-hmm. the second part happened. So, uh, yes, I will give you a hint. It is like the 360 era. Yeah, well, I figured that when he said Oblivion and Far Cry. I, uh, so I'm trying to think of like, well, I I have another review. So, oh, yeah, you have another review. Yeah, I'll, it's three per game. One I think think is four, but that that doesn't matter. So, I think you'll get it in this next one. Okay. Uh, Three stars, good but interesting. I've wanted to play this game for a long, for a long, long time. It's not because of 2K's marketing, but rather because of the longevity of this, the, this game's relevance in the gaming community. Whenever art is mentioned, uh, whenever art in game is mentioned, this game is brought up as an ex- exemplary title that delivers meaningful and powerful experience. So, having just finished the game, how do I feel about this game? Anything but impressed. This feeling really isn't because of all those who love this game are necessarily wrong. Yes, it did have an interesting setting in the characters that I that can say a lot about the world in which they live in. However, the the game doesn't does nothing unique in terms of interactive media to explore those those very well. This this may seem like a, a faulty observation to those who've played this game. The more the majority of the playtime is spent exploring Rapture, the underwater city in which the, the, the entire game takes place. But when I when I say explore, I don't just mean walking around from corner to corner physically. I mean to examine, interact, and develop the experience in the top of them. The city is in ruin and does not change in any interesting way in response to your choice. Characters are nothing but voice records. Uh, voice records after voice records. While the game's backstory does explain the lack of interaction or... That's for- the whole point. Okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> well, you already know this game, and there's really I do, yeah, there's yeah. nothing like particularly exciting. So, um, okay, it's, I mean, yeah, Bioshock. Bioshock, uh, yeah. but like, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Well, that's how would you thing. feel about being told it's a terrible game and games peaked between 2003 and 2006? I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. Like now, <laughs> after hearing that, after seeing that it was Bioshock, like I don't even know, like. That review is a wild time. I also don't remember like Bioshock being 
particularly like graphically impressive at the time. Like, like I don't know that that was really like pushing boundaries <laughs> or anything then. I feel like story people were like and still rave about the story. Sto- story for sure. And I do I do think that like the art direction uh, makes it like not age as poorly as a lot of other games that came out around that time. Uh, but like, yeah, I don't remember like anyone being like, this is the best graphics you've ever fucking seen. So that that seems like a weird statement to make, you know? So, yeah. But yeah, it was Bioshock. So, yeah. Um, okay. Oh, man, this next one. This review is going to tell you nothing. I just included it because it made me laugh because it's so pointless. Okay. Okay. Three stars. Not overly impressed. I like to play Halo on the Xbox 360, but we keep that system in the basement. It's too cold down there in the winter, so I want to play something on the Wii U that we have upstairs for the kids. The graphics and gameplay don't compare very well. I'm going to live it. I'm going to give it a couple of tries, but I'm not sure I'm going to immerse myself in it. That's okay. the entire review. <laughs> Good. Just just move the Xbox 360 upstairs. I don't know. Like, you know. Yeah, that would work, I think. But like now, you know, Wii U game. Wii U game. So uh, so this is the one that I have for just because like that first review tells you nothing. I just included it because it just made me laugh that someone took the time to explain uh, that they they keep their Xbox 360 in the basement. It's like, thanks. Thanks for. Yep. Thanks for giving me that. heads up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I needed. I do. Yes. That information. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Now I know whether to buy this game or not. Well, anyway, uh, next review. Three stars. Pretty good. First off, this game is good. Second, Amazon has it for the cheapest price brand new. If you have a Wii U, this game will be great for your collection. And don't worry about missing the story from the other two games. If you have not played them, they have a 20 minute comic comic book cutscene in the beginning that begin uh-huh. and gives you the options to choose from that. <clears throat> I'm sorry. And gives you options to choose from that that does affect the game. Between the, the touch map and the Wii U controls, this game is very decent. De- de- very decent. Decent. Sorry. Very yeah. decent. Uh it has has the free DLC ending and another one built in. But for the price, you can't go wrong with this version. If you're thinking about getting it, go ahead. It's well worth it. I think you already know. Yeah, it's Mass Effect 3, but like, why? 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 Why was it on the Wii U? Why? Well, like, the other weird thing is they released the the collections around that time on the PS3 and Xbox 360. Why didn't they do that here? Yeah, I I don't know, man. What? It just blows my mind. Like, what the fuck? I, I'm not going to read the last review, but I have to read this next review of okay, that. Okay. 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 Five stars. She didn't like it that much. <laughs> oh, I thought that was the whole review. Oh, no, 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 like, no. Oh, shit. Oh, no, well. No. No, but that, I just love when like it's five stars and then they put like something negative. Yeah. In the title. It's like, oh, okay. So. Bought this game for my daughter because her classmates her classmates were talking about it and she wanted to know oh, what the fuss about. Uh, she played it very well. Well, she plays. Oh, she plays well, very well. Well, okay. She put well four times and <laughs> three times between four words. So she plays well, very well. End of sentence. And then well, comma, 
<laughs> she didn't <laughs> like it that, she didn't like it that much but i did and and how exclamation mark learn the moves i died so many times in this game that the game itself took pity on me and adjusted the game's difficulty level i finished the game in two weeks playing it in the morning and weekends Warning, it is addictive because of the quality of its characters, the ambience and the scenes, everything. It's been a long time since I sat down in front of any console, but this game just reawakened me, reawakened something in me. Good stuff. And do I need to mention Liara? Yeah. I like Liara. That's weird. I wouldn't think that Mass Effect 3 would reawaken it within you, but... Yeah, but I guess you know? if you didn't play the other two, I don't, I don't know. It just seems I guess, like... but then like, who do you the care? I, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess Liara is one of the main crew members, so she at least gets like a pretty good amount of characterization. Yeah, if it was the second one, I'd be like, "What are you talking about?" She's well, no, I, I, I was like waiting, like I was just thinking of like if she had said like, "I really like Miranda" or like mm-hmm. Thane, one of the characters you see for like five minutes. Sure. <laughs> Uh, yep so her daughter did not like it but she did so that's That's, i mean hey good for her then yes okay the next game three stars it's okay i guess my (laughs) my son has been wanting this forever i don't get it the graphics are ugly and the animals you you can have in this game are very limited plus there's that whole dark side that if you don't build a shelter by nightfall the creatures are going to get you i know it's a popular game and he likes it but as as a longtime gamer from back in the day all i can give it is three out of five is this minecraft it is yes what (laughs) Mm -hmm. the creatures you can get are not that cool no, it, it no. The the animals you can have are very limited, and the cre- oh. and the creatures they're gonna get you. Okay, yes, I. But also, like having the animals, I feel like is not a real key key component Maybe, of Minecraft. You should just go on Amazon read Minecraft reviews. It's all parents reviewing the game of their <laughs> for their kid. It's great. okay. Good. It's good. Uh, 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 so. I'm just trying to see, is there anything? Yeah, it's just more just like parents writing reviews for their kids. I, that's wild, man. (laughs) Okay. Next game. Four stars. Princess is cold-blooded. Oh, shit. My three-year-old son just beat the game. He worked so hard and was obsessed with saving the princess. So imagine his reaction when, after finally saving her, she almost leaves him on the moon. I that- already know it. <laughs> <laughs> that little boy cried so hard. He just couldn't understand why she would leave him after he worked so hard to save her. He has been depressed for two days. <laughs> so other than that highly flawed ending scene, the game is great. <laughs> so what's really funny is i knew what it was before you said the moon but that really gave it away but like bro mario odyssey made your son depressed for two days like that's so sad your son needs you need to tell him it's okay and and you know just because you save a woman she doesn't yeah have to you. you know yeah maybe you should teach that to your son women are not objects to be saved and had by you Mario. 
<laughs> yeah, that that with that review made me laugh really hard. I also I I love that ending. I just remember I just remember being like, oh shit, get it, Peach! Like, <laughs> told them both to fuck right off. <laughs> okay, since you already got it, that's definitely the best review of the. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. Yeah, I'll remember yeah. that forever. <laughs> yeah, that's up there with I love this like a son. Yeah, I love oh, I love it like a son. Classic. <laughs> Uh, okay next game two stars weird great graphics but so far you basically just carry stuff and walk around very weird storyline not sure what's going on death stranding it is death stranding of course it is (laughs) uh but i have to read oh i was gonna say i want to hear i want to hear these ones because I can't even imagine a regular human who's not a game journalist reviewing Death Stranding. Okay. Five stars. Oh, Most boy. unique game I've ever played. Oh, fuck off. <sighs> a friend of mine t- just told me about this game and I had to play Death Stranding. He didn't tell me much about it, just that I had to play it. Boy, am I glad he did. I never would have said that to anyone. Don't listen to the stupid professional reviews. I have played video games for over 20 years. All types of games. FPS, RTS, RPG, etc. There is no genre for this game. It is easily the only game of its kind. It's it's basically a fetch quest game, and it's intensely amazing and packs an emotional punch. I can't suggest it more. From graphic story, music, intensity, it is my favorite game of the last five years easily. I play it on PS5 and it looks awesome. I hate that person. <laughs> well, just wait. We would not be friends. Five stars. Incredible yeah. experience. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the open world is gorgeous. An improvement. Uh, on- what? There's nothing in the open world. <laughs> It's gorgeous, and it's an improvement on the Horizon Zero Dawn's creation with the Decima engine. Once Excuse you get- me? Oh, it was on the same engine. It I was is, like, yes, yes. I thought he was saying it's an improvement on Horizon Zero Dawn. I was going to be like, what the fuck? No, it is, is that same smoking? engine. Smoking, it is. Yeah. And, and it's the right engine as well. Like this person. That, that- is true. Yeah, he knows what they, they know it, what they're talking about. Yes. Uh, once you get the motorbike, you can explore some pretty unique areas. The characters are some of the most unique and fascinating I've seen in a game, and the story and gameplay are so engaging. The first Void Out cutscene might be one of the best pieces of cinema game game cinema I've ever seen. So. Absolutely, shut the fuck up. Listen, okay, I the only I um, the <laughs> only way that you could think that the characters in Death Stranding are like amazing is if you've never interacted with another human. <laughs> it's the only way. I, I, I feel like even when people are saying they really like it, like how Dan Reichert says that now they are, they really like it because they like the gameplay and recognize how stupid it all is. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I, I don't know that I've ever seen anyone out there being like, yeah, man, you know, Sam Porter Bridges. He's my favorite video game character. He's so good. Norman Reedus. Oh, no one. Never. Uh, what if I told you it's a must buy? I mean, I figured you were going to say that. It's an incredible experience. It's an incredible experience. Fuck, even Scott liked it and he can't say that. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it's a game with caveats. Oh, 100%. So, but anyway. There's go-kart racing now, though, so... We gotta move on to the next game. Okay, yes. 
Uh, one star. Bored after one hour. Don't waste your money. God damn it. All right. This game is so boring and repetitive. When I was a teenager, it was great, so I thought I'd buy it, but wow, what a mistake. Basically, go around trying to find stuff. End of review. Uh, Animal Crossing. No. You're going to be interesting. So, you're going to be so upset. Oh, I will be. I bet. I'm ready. Five stars. Great remaster. Fantastic remaster. It's exactly like the original game, but with updated graphics. Anyone who liked the original should definitely play this on modern systems. Anyone who didn't play the original should should discover this gem and enjoy it for the first time. Easy to pick up and play, but challenging to master. You can play as casual or as serious as you want. So it's it's a remaster. It's a remaster, and you can play casually or hardcore if you want. Yes. Also remember the first review. It's boring and you just basically you run just, around. All you do is find stuff. You just find stuff. Yeah. And it's really boring. It's the opposite of Death Stranding. This next one, you're going to get it instantly. So, Okay. Five stars. Nostalgia. So much nostalgia. I played this game for hours daily as a kid. It's the game that got me into skateboarding and ska music. No. It- no, no. And see, I thought this in my head. I thought this in my head. I said, the only remaster I can think of is going to be Tony Hawk. Uh, what? 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 <laughs> but wait, you wait, wait. find stuff. What the fuck? Just, just let me finish this review. Okay. Because okay. it has some very wrong information. I'm like, what? You, no. Let's, okay. But, but anyway, so he, he got him into ska music. It's just as fun today as it was back then, and the game looks great. Still a blast to play. Music selection seems a bit different, and the choices seem more limited, though, which is a real shame. I'm guessing that has to do with music rights. All, I, all in all, I'm happy with the purchase. Manny, all the music's in there. All of it. Yeah, I think other than like one song or something. I think they got all the songs back, and they added more. Yeah. So I just like that last review, but like, yeah, that first review, like what? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You find the secret tape and you find the skate letters, but like, that's not like what it's about. Mm -hmm. You you're supposed to fucking skate and have sick fun Mm -hmm. while listening to the hot jams that what? (laughs) He also liked it as a teenager. Yeah. Well, he was right as a teen. He got worse over time. You would not be friends with this person? Is this what Absolutely you're not. We would have been friends when he was a teen, but not yeah. now. So, yeah. Yeah. Oof. I do like Scott music, though. I agree with the last guy. All right. Next game. One star. Not for kids. <laughs> also, I put a note. One of my favorite reviews. This is, this okay. okay. So the review itself. Worst game ever. Not for kids and also not for soft soft hearted or scared. Or okay. Not for kids and also not for soft soft hearted or scarred scared. Okay. I, I got it. sorry, this is just like this is oh, it, I bet not, it's written like a masterwork. It, not for kids and also not for soft hearted or scarred scared of unpleasant figures and blood shedding features. I, I don't know what that means, but whatever. <laughs> I, I had to read it like multiple times and I still struggled to get to that, So, Well, so like. Uh, it's I, not for soft hearted or un- 
there's unpleasant figures and bloodshedding features. Yeah, I would assume that they could have just said things bleeding there. But, you know, I, mm. d- I guess I don't know what they mean yet. Um, I'm 32 years old, still can't tolerate the creatures and the way they por- portray the fights with bloodshedding horror story. This game might give you the worst physiological effect, too. Please don't spoil your kids with these types of games, and also don't put yourself through it, too. I strongly recommend not to buy. So I'm going to say Dead Space. You are not correct. Damn. It's not for kids. It's. I mean, it's not. Okay. The next review. One star. Too hard. This game is a waste of money. The game is just too hard. Enemies can kill you with one or two hits. Also, there is no autosave feature or checkpoints in the game. So when you die, and you will die a lot in this game, it starts from the beginning. It's a horrible experience. I can't even pass the first level, even after putting many hours in the game. The learning curve is too steep. Also, there is no tutorial in this game. You have to figure out complex mechanics by yourself. I don't know why this game is getting good reviews. It is just a punishment for players game this hard takes away from, takes away fun of gaming and it just becomes a pine, painful grind well I was gonna I was gonna say Dark Souls until they said you have to start over unless they just like were so bad they didn't figure out how to light a bonfire it's not Dark Souls yeah I, I hit me with the next one I guess I don't know that's uh... five stars confront good. confront your nightmares what the fuck? Well, hands down the most difficult game I have ever played till now, and I confess I had I have glitched it to upgrade my character and finish the game. Even after cheating, few bosses were pretty challenging, and the final boss is on a different level altogether. This is not your usual run-of-the-mill RPG. You have to understand the mechanics to progress. The background score environments are the background score and environments are depressing and nightmarish in a beautiful way, and the and and this perfectly complements the game's structure and story in a really impressive manner. Cheat or not, it totally depends on your skill level, but undoubtedly, this is an experience which every PlayStation owner should try at least once. Glitch the game, be patient and strategic in combat, stock up and use your resources carefully. Upgrade your weapon and armor. Yes, you can beat it. Good luck, oh budding hunter. Do you have any guesses? Bloodborne? It is Bloodborne, yes. You don't start over? Well, I'm guessing they just never hit a checkpoint. That's crazy. It's right in the beginning. Uh, wow. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's weird. Oh man, I guess they are scary. I we I just because of the blood thing, I kept thinking about Dead Space because you dismember them. Sure, but but that's not bloody. Like there, there's. No I guess blood. it's not. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I guess like that Bloodborne isn't really that bloody either. I mean, they talk about blood. I mean, and I guess like the name. That's fair. All right, you win. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> uh you really got me on uh, that one. That uh, is true. I can't can't deny that one. Uh, this next one. Whew. Okay. Five stars. A whole new level on FPS. Also, whole is spelled very incorrectly. H O L E. 
some i mean okay more holes mm-hmm. it's good for some people i don't know yeah. so a whole new level on fps okay great just when you thought that fps couldn't get better bam the mechanics of this game is really great. You don't just reload. You have to know when to reload. The levels are very <laughs> are very well realized. Okay. The levels are very well designed and the bosses are challenging. Don't think twice. This is a franchise you should start playing right now. Gears of War. Yes. Okay, good. But here's the thing, Manny. Bam. It's not an FPS. It sure isn't. <laughs> I just was trying to think of any game that has active reload. Uh, uh, I just love that they're just like, yo, this is just, just transforming what I thought a first person shooter could be. Yeah, something it doesn't even have to be first person. It could be third person. Can you guys fucking believe that shit? Uh, uh, I mean, he's right. That is a transformation is. of the first sure. person shooter genre. Uh, that's my favorite review. of uh, that's, that's a good one. I like that a lot. <laughs> Yeah, what's your favorite first person shooter? Oh, you know, uh, Gears of War. Uh, the, 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 aren't you third person in that? Uh, who cares? You know, okay. This last one, I'm gonna have to read all three. Okay, I think you're gonna get it immediately, but like, I have to read all three. Okay, okay, five stars, the most epic video game in history. Oh, wow, that's bold. <sighs> The original was a masterpiece that pushed video games beyond what many expected, combining a deep and intricate narrative with a cinematic quality, a beautiful yet perilous world corrupted with evil, and some of the most epic bosses in gaming history. And despite the remake only expanding upon the first few hours of the game, it perfectly adapts the atmosphere and scale of the original and elevates it to new levels. This is perhaps the new standard for what for what a remake should do. Keep many of the best elements of the original and expand on them heavily, while also adapting its best moments into modern experience. I won't spoil anything for you, but if you're curious, play the remake as soon as you get the chance. Because it's the most epic video game in history. Wow, that's mm-hmm. bold. You know what it is? Uh, I think so, okay. but I, I Resident Evil Two. No, no. Okay, continue then. Okay, wow. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. I remakes fuck my brain up when sure. I try to think about them. So this next one, you're gonna get it. Okay. So. This quote-unquote remake only contains about 15% of the original game. Oh, 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 I'm dumb. I at, yeah. at this rate, expect six additional games all at the pop of all at $60 a pop. Essie oh. and Tony are taking advantage of fans. No, oh, also, I, I can't wait to play. Also, I mean to this was one star misleading and deceitful. Oh, yeah, yeah, but that, that's not true cuz they told you dumbass. Oh, just wait, just wait. You already know. You know what it is, right? No, I did. It's Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I, that I should have got that the first one. I was trying to think of like, I don't know why I said Resident Evil 2 because that was the full game. I was trying to think of like, yeah. what what remake? But I, in my brain, I don't even consider it a remake. Sure. Because because technically it's not, but we don't have to get into that. But yes. I, It is weird because like in a lot of ways, like, yes, they, they like talked about it and like it was well known. But if you... Yeah. If weren't paying attention and just saw it on the shelves and you're like yo i love final fantasy back in the day it yeah. doesn't say anything like 
part one or anything. So like, no, I, I guess you could be surprised if you didn't pay attention to any of the marketing. Yeah, no, I just like now that I played the game, like I know why it's called remake and like it's the most Tetsuya Nomura as Tetsuya Nomura thing of all time. So like, but I at the yeah, that the average human people would not know that. So, but like, call it misleading and deceitful when they were very open and honest about it the entire time. Yeah, I mean they they basically said like this is not the whole thing. It would be my, it, originally. I can't remember. They, I think they said three parts originally or something. So, but this last review. It's a doozy, Manny. Okay, great. Three stars. One sixth of the game for 60 plus dollars, question mark. Now, this is important to note. Uh, he, he, It seems like he did an original review and then went back through and edit, like, edited it and then like added a second part. So, okay. This is the origin, his original view, review. Uh, five years into development, two years on pre order for one sixth of the game for $60. Wish I had known to check the the fine print before I purchased. This was not a complete remake, only a remake through Midgar. Part 2 will likely be released on PS5, which means I would now have to coincidentally, quote unquote, purchase that system to continue the story. I think I'm done with the FF franchise and Sony games in general. Well, here's the updated review. I still think Sony pulled a fast one here, but after playing the game through, it was decent. The storyline is a bit different, although largely the same as the original. Remember, this is a remake, not just an updated graphics. Overall, I did enjoy it in about 45 hours on the playthrough. There were some parts that were very fluffy, and you could tell they were designed just to make the game longer and not add any substance to the game. The graphics, pretty good. I was expecting a bit more, but altogether not too bad. Battle system, meh, not my style. Sony has been sh- Sony has been shifting to a more active, quote unquote, active style since Final Fantasy uh, Final Fantasy twelve. But this was far better than Final Fantasy fifteen. But for but not this was far better than final fantasy 15 15 but not really for me i don't i don't know what that means that that's just like that literally yeah that just completely contradicts what you just said oh boy it was a bit clunky having to actively switch back and forth between characters and constantly figure out what was going on especially when fighting multiple enemies i think i think the part that just like upset me the most is like they're blaming Sony for this. Sony did not make this game. So I was going to yell. Sony did not make this game. It, it, fucking what? Uh-huh. Square Enix made this game. Mini. Sony made this game. So then he would have to buy a PS5. Yeah. That, well, at first I was just like, well, that's just he's stupid. But then he said it again yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, well, <laughs> just wrong now. I did like what? At first, I was going to say Square Enix is in cahoots with Sony to sell PS5s. Who could have guessed the scandal? No, it was Sony that did it the entire time. Fucking scumbags. So that that (laughs) that's crazy. And like, I get it's not for everybody, but that last that last review, that's fucking fuck wild. Yeah, yeah, that's up there with uh, Gears of War being a great first person shooter. That's my favorite one. Uh, Bloodborne. I know. Oh. Uh, the the princess is cold. Good blooded. That That's so sick. That oh man, 
That was my favorite one, I think, because I just love the thought of a kid being so excited to save Princess Peach. And then she's just like, nah, Mario, sorry, bro. And then they just start bawling. And there's like the next day, they're just like got their face down on their pillow. And their mom's like, oh, do you want to come out, honey? And he's like, no, Princess Peach was made to be. Just have him play any other Mario game and he can rescue the princess. Yeah. Oh, that that's so good. That's so good. So, yep, that was uh, Amazon reviews. Amazon reviews. I love that. I, I, I love it like a son. In fact, I had to read through a lot of reviews, and I tried yeah. to pick some of the best ones I could. Um, yeah, this is. Oof, that's so good. <laughs> I just, uh, I like, you're just reading like Final Fantasy VII remake reviews. You're just like, oh, the hyperbole is just going to be amazing. Oh yeah, and the hyperbole is amazing on like reviews of like hats and yeah. shit on Amazon. But you know, like, and I'm not trying to like shit on JRPG fans, but like, there's something about JRPG fans that like have to just go overboard with the hyperbole it feels oh, like yeah. and those are just like those are my favorite ones mm. <clears throat> because like it, or if you remember last time it was kingdom um hearts. kingdom hearts yes exactly that was the i love it like a son and final fantasy 7 remake is the most epic video game in history <laughs> so you just it's great oh yeah as I said, Minecraft, it's just parents re- writing reviews for their kids. That's excellent. I do like that. I just, the thought of someone being like, hey, I bought you that thing. How many stars did you give it out of five? Like, that just seems so bizarre to me. My kid seems to like it. Yeah, like five stars. My kid left me alone for three weeks. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, that's a, such a weird fucking thing, I guess. I guess for most kids, their parents would be like, my kids played 7,000 hours of Minecraft. Please help. Um, yeah, I enjoy I enjoy that. I appreciate that. That's a that really lifts your your spirits up or puts them down. I guess say, like, I don't know, like when you read as many reviews as I do, you're just like, oh, my God, I don't know if people should be reviewing things no yeah almost certainly There's not zero value in re- user reviews um, i don't want to that, but like uh you, you you take it with a grain of salt oh for sure that's very very large one uh yeah but with that uh that'll do it for us this week as always the theme song is thing operation by the band anamanaguchi excellent chiptune band you should check them out Uh, And we will be back next week. Peace out.